Welcome back to Straight Outta Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27, and today we are back with This Is Cinema. Today we are back with Marvel News. Today we will explore new things such as exploring Twitter, seeing what's going on in the timeline on Instagram. We got a lot of new stuff coming here at Kevin27World, at Straight Outta Marvel. You know both go hand in hand like a handshake agreement. Yes, we are here to seal the deal. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, all of you. Yes, I know, I know, I know. It's been a little sporadic, the uploads. But we got OBS popping. So now we're going to have better trailer reactions. So that means more trailer reactions. We'll be able to do more stuff because with this OBS, me setting up OBS, I'll be able to be more immersive with you guys, more interactive. This will lead to streaming. We're just going to do a couple episodes just to get my feet wet. And then we're going to start live streaming. And then hopefully everybody will tune in where we'll be live streaming at Kevin27World on Instagram. You already know the effing vibes, okay? Now make sure you are giving five-star ratings on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, at Straight Outta Marvel. We really appreciate those. Those are much needed. And um, what else? follow Kevin27World, Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, because like I said, we will be going live on YouTube and all that good stuff. So now that we got that out the way, I decided let's go ahead and get into some of the movies that I've seen over these last few months before we uh, do this whole Twitter stuff, right? Um, I This... So today, I just went to go see Strays, right? And, yo, pour up that expensive so we can get offensive. I just went to go see Strays today. Um, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I do got to do my uh, my review on Letterboxd. And I'm on Letterboxd now. Shout out to Laura, yo, one of my uh, co-workers. Me and her just start talking about movies and then boom who knew she's a movie buff like i looked at her letterbox and she got like over 300 movie reviews she goes to the movies like i do actually more than i do but uh yeah i follow me on letterbox every time i'm watching movies now i'm on letterbox giving my ideas giving giving away my thoughts People liking, following on there. So please follow me on Letterbox at Kevin27World as well. Okay, now Strays. Strays was straight homeward bound, but rated R. Yo, nothing is new in Hollywood anymore, bro. All they do is remake movies or repurpose it. And some honestly, at this point, you kind of just got to go with the flow. Until you get that big movie that you get the eyegasms for, right? Like when I'm watching this movie, and you know why I went to go see it? Because I could have went to go see Blue Beetle today. And I was like, do I want to go see Blue Beetle, DC, Superhero? I'm like, it's not Superhero fatigue for me. I got DC fatigue. Honestly, the last two DC movies I've seen... Like, when I first seen The Flash, I thought it was good. But when I seen it again, I was like, wait. Maybe I have opening day, like, I had opening day buzz. Because that movie was ass when I seen it again. Like, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't, like, I can't cap that. 
So I just look at it from that perspective and be like, do I want to go see Blue Beetle again? Now, a lot of people are saying that it was a great movie, but it flopped horrendously. Bro, the movie made... Yo, I've never seen anything like this. Yo, they said Blue Beetle made like $47 million worldwide. I was like, what? 47? Like, I've never seen anything like that. Like, for a, a big superhero movie? Like, and you can't say... I just... When I seen the when I seen the trailer for it when I was in the theaters, I didn't think it looked that good to me. And everybody was like, "Oh, it it reminds me of Iron Man." That's the problem. It's always being judged to this movie. It's always being judged. That's the problem with origin stories. You guys might not remember when I did my five reasons why people were critical of Phase Four and Five. That was a thing of mine too. People are not that fond of origin stories, so. I just thought that was crazy. But anyway, back to Strays, because I was just like, hella went on a tangent. Yo, so, Strays was this movie, a dog movie. And, uh, matter of fact, I think we could pull it up here. So, Strays, right, up here. We got 55% on the tomato meter, 73% on the audience score. Where do I fall in? Honestly, I'm like right in the middle at like a 60%. I'm right in between... I'll say I'll probably, actually I'll lean closer towards the tomato meter because it's only 5% more. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lean closer to the tomato meter. I mean, look, it was a good movie. And from what I've seen in the trailer, and I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even really see a trailer. I only seen the poster of Strays and I seen Jamie Foxx, Will Ferrell, I said, you got my money, okay? I wanted to see that as soon as I seen the poster. And obviously everything that happened with Jamie, because this movie was supposed to come out in July, I feel like, and it got pushed back. But uh, you you bring those two, I'm like, okay, you got my money for sure. Now, this is why I thought it was good. It could have been so much better. I feel like the movie just relied on like supposed to have shock value from dogs like swearing right it's like oh you got dogs fucking couches it's like a dog's adventure uh if you really into dogs the funny thing is somebody brought this dog right here that i'm circling hey and if you are not watching because these are going to be more immersive podcasts we want to get i want to get more in touch with the audience let's I want to really get to know the audience for sure. I want the audience to be more immersive with me. So please follow why you can watch this on Spotify at straight out of Marvel or Kevin 27 world or YouTube at Kevin 27 world. Okay. So yeah, somebody brought a, this dog in here. I, I'm not a dog person, so I don't know which this is. I really only went to see this movie because I felt like this was such an out-of-the-box movie for me to go see. So I was like, yeah, I'll go see this movie instead of Blue Beetle. Now, I may still see Blue Beetle along the way because I don't have to go back to work until Saturday. But I still haven't seen Barbie. Barbie, I have to go see. I might go see Barbie before it's all said and done. Before I go back to work. It's, it's one of the two. Either Barbie or Blue Beetle. Y'all let me know what should I go see. I'm still seeing old. I, you know, I just seen a bunch of old white ladies coming out the theater. They was all pink Barbie out. I was like, bro, this is a vibe. Yo, Barbie's a vibe. 
Like Barbie is like Barbie is like white women's Wakanda. Like it's like white women's Black Panther. Like you remember when Black Panther came out and all the black people was like wearing dashikis. Like I don't even see every now and then I may see a black dude with a dashiki on. But back in 2018, when Black Panther came out, it was so many black people wearing dashikis, bro. I remember passing by Mario's. He had them outside selling them for like $15. Shit was crazy. Same shit with Barbie. You, you love to see it, man. You love to see it. I got to get, get a piece of that. I ain't going to lie. I got a little FOMO when it comes to Barbie, but... Who trying to go see Barbie? I mean, at this point, I go see Barbie by myself now because it's been a minute. But anyways, back to the movie. Yeah, I just feel like they just relied too much on toilet humor, which was cool. Honestly, sometimes you need brainless fun. And this is exactly this movie was brainless fun. You get to watch dogs be raunchy to each other like get locked up all kind of crazy shit like you gotta love that type of stuff so honestly bro i i don't know if i would watch it again per se but i don't regret seeing it you know what i mean like i'm like i'm not feeling like when i went to go see oppenheimer i'm like damn maybe i really should have went to go see barbie you know i really did I thought the movie was funny. It had a lot of laugh out loud moments, especially with the owner. The funniest part, and they actually try to make you feel bad for this, but I'm not a dog person, so I I thought it was kind of funny. So the dog really is annoying, right? And I would be mad as hell too and really not fuck with my dog. If my dog, and you know, you know, shout out to the Playboys out there, not saying that's me or anything, but I'm just saying, shout out to the Playboys. I'll be pissed off if I'm chilling at the crib and a dog, my dog, come bring another woman panties up. Like, bro, I'm tight. I'm over here, like, irritated. Like, bro, you're supposed to be my dog, not my enemy. You're supposed to be my dog, not my op. Not the oppuccino. Like, bro, no. So, He's an Oppenheimer. Like, damn. The dog was an Oppenheimer. I don't care, bro. A dog should never do his his mans like that. He should never do his mans like that. But, you know, regardless, he wanted to get rid of the dog. He tried to take him like he kept taking him like far, far away. He had throw he had throw the damn ball. He had throw the damn ball and the dog would like the dog <laughs> he'd just keep coming back. And he said we uh he said, we playing a game of call fetch and fuck. And he was like, fetch. And he'd just drive away. And then he'd bring the ball back. He was like, fuck. So how he become a stray, he'd take the dog three hours out of town. And then he still came back at the end. I was like, bro, what the hell? You dumbass dog. He don't want you. What's your problem? <laughs> like, am I tripping? Like, is it just me? Like, it can't be just, it can't be just me. Like this, yo, this dog, and this was Will Ferrell, bro. Now, what I do want to say, I'm going to keep it so real. When it comes to voice acting, 
Will Ferrell was a little better than Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, I think, is a better actor when you can see his face a little bit. Maybe it's because it's dogs. I don't know. But he was cool, man. I, I liked him. He was all right. Um, overall, the message, I mean, I don't know what the message really was. Treat your dogs better. But fuck that dog, man. He got him busted. But he said, I had two girlfriends and a wife on the side, and you blew it. Yeah, man, fuck that dog. I ain't I ain't mad at him, man, to be, to be so real with you. Um, and it's like, bro, you don't get the hint. He told him, he was like, bro, I threw you away so many, I drove you three hours out of town, you still going to keep coming back. All right, now I'm going to kill you. Now, that was a little old, dude. He didn't have to do all that. He didn't have to do all that. But anyways, um, you know what? If you want to go see a quick flick, this is a good movie to go see. Cool movie. Nah, I wasn't mad at it. I was not mad at it. Wasn't mad at it. Um, I Honestly, a movie like this, I wouldn't watch on streaming. So I had to actually go watch it because I would not watch this movie on streaming. If I'm just being real, it's not a movie I'm checking out, okay? So let's move on, okay? And we got some good movies coming soon next week. We starting off with This Is Cinema. Make sure you uh, follow Kevin27World because the official This Is Cinema podcast page will be up very soon because this will be a reoccurring theme, okay? This will be a reoccurring theme. Okay, now let's talk They Clone Tyrone, okay? John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, Tiana Paris. Fire ass movie. I'm gonna keep it so real with you dudes. I'm gonna keep it so real with y'all. I'm surprised this doesn't have a lot of ratings. Cause it got 123 tomato like uh actual reviews, but the audience score is fewer than 50. And it's still at a hundred. Cause I'm like, I'm like, that's a little crazy, you know? That's a little crazy. But no, they clone Tyrone, bro. Now, I'm not saying it was flawless. I'm not saying this was a flawless movie. But it's one of the most intriguing films I've seen this year. When we're talking about mystery, trying to put two and two together, um, trying to figure out what... Because it's not that it was such like a mystery. They kind of, you know, you kind of knew everything that was going on. In the beginning of the film. Like not beginning of the film. But about 45 minutes in. But what I did like about it is. It's like what it could. What it, what what is the director. What is the point the director is trying to convey. And it's about. You know people being clones. The constant evolution of the drug dealer. The constant evolution of the scammer. The constant evolution of the gangster. It comes in all different shapes. Size forms. And it's just a reoccurring theme. A trap, if you will. I.E. trap music. I mean, it's you can look at it from all different kind of angles. All different perspectives. And you can pull out a different meaning every time. This is definitely a very good movie to go fishing with. Like, every time you throw that fishing rod, you come back with a new theory, a new meaning 
for this movie, they cloned Tyrone. It's honestly, there's no point to say where, where, where do I line up? Tomato, audience score. I mean, it's the same. To be so real, I think for what Jamie Foxx went through, you know, allegedly him having a stroke or whatever him, we know he has serious health conditions, serious health stuff. And when this movie dropped, bro, like, I, I just feel like it didn't get enough, to me, it didn't get enough shine. It didn't get enough praise, you know, but it is what it is. Shout out to new rock stars. They actually did a breakdown. Only why I didn't watch it because they had a black person doing a breakdown. I'm like, nah, where you at, Eric Voss? Don't just do the, don't, don't, no, nah, do the black breakdown. I want to see what your take is on they clone Tyrone. <laughs> don't just, don't bring Lulu up there. Shout out to Lulu Clemens, but, you know, because it was so funny. Before I watched the breakdown, I was like, bro, they better not have uh, uh, MT doing the breakdown. And then it was Lulu. And I was like, well, at least she a baddie. I was like, so she cool. I'll just click it and give it a like. But I, nah, Eric Voss. I need that Eric Voss breakdown. Mr. Man. But yeah, this, this is a fire movie. Now, I thought it was kind of crazy because... The thought of you just being a clone every day, I mean, would you, would you know? Would you know if you died and you wake up and just living the same life every day? Because, I mean, especially when you really think about, it, like, uh, for the most part, for the most part, we all live in the same lives every day. We like on a, like a never-ending loop until your death. Like, and then you have these... These little breaks in between, right? You get these couple weeks here, vacation, week here, two weeks there. You know, some people even get a month, but most people, the max they get is like a two-week vacation. And then you get that once, twice, even three times out the year if you're lucky. And that's all you get. The rest of your days, five days a week, you're working. Two days a week, one day you're recovering, the other day you're doing whatever, right? It's kind of the same cycle over and over again like it's kind of like the matrix i kind of feel like right it, it kind of reminded me of the matrix meets uh ugh. i don't know who who it would meet and have a baby but they clone tyrone is kind of it's a little matrixy right you know my man's tyrone is a clone but he kind of remembers it that was that was the only thing i, I thought was weird it's like he gets smoked. Like, I didn't understand that part of the movie. That's what I thought was a little weird in the movie. I'm like, okay, how he keep, if he getting smoked, wouldn't people start thinking something is up if he's just there the next day? Because that's what happened. Like, you sent the clone right back out to the streets, and then everybody like, whoa, 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 you just got smoked last night. Why are you here? Right? So... Yeah, I felt like that's what blew their whole operation up, right? Now, I did think Jamie Foxx did a real, like, him playing like a pimp. I think he killed it. He had some real good lines in it. Tiana Paris, her playing a prostitute. I mean, the only thing I've seen her in is uh, WandaVision. And maybe, I'm trying to think of... It could be something else I've seen. Let's see, Tiana Paris. 
American. Oh, she's American, huh? She was in Candyman. Never seen it. Never seen Chirac. I did see Survivor's Remorse. So, I'm not sure if she was, maybe that was, she was the sister. Uh, I'm not sure. But, shout out to Tiana Paris. Shit. Yo, I'd be surprised when we got American actresses and actors now. Shit. It's like all overseas people. They taking all, they took her chips. Right? Shit crazy. So, yeah, they clone Tyrone, man. That's honestly, it's a duh. I, I give it out a, a eight out of ten, nine out of ten. I because you know what? I watched this movie like four times. It's when I watched Extraction, Extraction, I watched it two, maybe three times. This movie, I watched it a couple, like th three or four times. Um, so they clone Tyrone is gonna have a hard time not fitting in my top 10 at the end of the year. Like we getting down to the, to the, to the end of the year. Y'all know like, yeah, I fucked up. I was supposed to do the halfway awards, the halfsies, but I just never did. But we still going to revisit everything. Like we still, we have no choice, but to re go back and revisit last of us. And that 90 show, like we're going to go through all the months. Y'all know when I do my, New Year's Eve show, it's going to be crazy. And I'm not doing it on New Year's Eve. I'm doing it probably like the 29th or something. Whatever whatever day off I have leading up to New Year's Eve, that's when I'm going to be doing the uh, the New Year's Eve episode and the, the big recap and all of that. So we only a couple months away. Like, we only a couple months away here. Like, bro. Nice shit. Yo, one of yo one of one of my listeners, bro. She was like, "Oh yeah, we we gonna we gonna uh, talk, blah 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 blah. We gonna hang out." That shit was like five months ago. Now that shit like a couple weeks. Shit be flying, bro. Shit be flying, bro. I'm telling you, it goes quick. Okay, so might as well start promoing it now. Might as well start promoing it now. Alright. Um, what else? What else we like about they clone Tyrone? The ending was good. You know, they came and broke everybody out, saved them. Um The only weird thing about it is kinda like because I just watched Sorry to Bother You because I watched it when it came out back then. I don't know why if I just didn't get it or I don't know, but I never finished the movie. And then I watched it the other night and I was like, yo, this movie is actually fire. Yo, the, <laughs> yo, they clone Tyrone and Sorry to Bother You is like damn near the same movie. You know, it's like damn near the same movie. So that was one thing kind of like you got to knock off. But I do like the black sci-fi films. I'm not going to hold you. I do like the black sci-fi films. Okay. Um... What else we got? Oh, the cliffhanger at the end was crazy. Like, when you hear this big boy's neighborhood, because a lot of people was like, yo, when did this take place? I was, I didn't know because I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, 
It's looking like it's mid-2000s because I seen somebody with a razor. But then they was talking about crypto and all kind of shit. So it just kind of took me by surprise. And then you never know when they talking about Big Boy's Neighborhood because Big Boy's Neighborhood been around since forever. So who knows when that could have been, right? But I did like the cliffhanger and Tyrone was actually the crypt dude. And this is like, wait, so who's the real person? Like, dang, so they just got these all over. Now, they did say that they had them all over, but I guess it was just crazy to see, you know, that they had a Tyrone even in L.A. and he a crib. And, you know, that was pretty dope. So that was a really good movie. Recommended. Highly recommended. We'll watch again. I will watch that again. I might actually do a live action. Shout out to my man's The White. Uh, I might actually do a live action review for that. Uh, but I I would have to have like someone to do it with. Like if I can get like my brother and my sister them to do it. The only problem with it is, yo, a lot of people, they don't do what I do. Like they don't sit here and talk. You know when you talk, it makes you sleepy, makes you tired. A lot of people, they don't do what I do. So when you like... An hour and a half, two hours into a movie, motherfuckers like dragging their feet, tired as shit. I be tired as shit. So, you know, the those live actions, man, they always, they all the the live commentary is always kind of tricky, man. Speaking of live commentary, man, go listen to the Across the Spider Verse, bro. We got a full video. That shit was so fire. Listen to that or the audio, and then I'm gonna be doing a uh, breakdown of the scene now that we got the obs up and running up up and popping i will be doing a breakdown of that scene so and i'm gonna be posting it on instagram and stuff so you guys stay tuned a lot of content it's gonna be coming out of your boy pause 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 super pause um what else we got Yo, Joyride. Joyride is up next. Okay. I really enjoyed this movie. Alright, yo, Joyride, super fire, 91% on the tomato meter, 82% on the audience score. I'm right there with the audience score. Um, very, very good movie. I mean, what's the critics consistent says? Joyride isn't afraid to shock with his gross-out gags, but this road trip's real surprise is how successfully it blends his raunchy humor with real heart. And the audience says, as long as your sense of humor runs to the risque, Joyride is a laugh-out-loud viewing experience. Let me tackle what the audience says. They say that because this movie has a lot of good racism in it. Bro, and you know what? I could be just saying this from a black privilege point of view, but bro, Chinese got some good racism, boy. I'll tell you that. Or Asian. Bro, the movie started off, the little Asian girl, which is her right here. She like on a slide. This is like when she a little kid. She gets adopted by a white family, right? And she ends up, trying to get on a slide and this little white kid i mean when i say the begin this is the beginning of the movie 
He was like, no ching chongs allowed on the slide. Like, I was like, whoa. Like, it was like, it was like just crazy, like racism just right off the bat. And I'm pretty sure this is like an Asian movie, right? So, it is what it is, like. But yeah, I, I thought it was like, it was like, and they even had like, they had Japanese on Chinese racism um, to the point where she, like one of the people, when they found out that this girl wasn't race or she wasn't uh, Chinese, she was a Japanese, boy, them Chinese people in that house was tearing her ass up. Oh my God. They was on her head talking about her eyes look slanted, like. They was going crazy. Like, I knew I could tell by her eyes. I could tell by blah, blah, blah. Take my damn dress off. You done disgraced it. Like, I was like, oh, my God. They're not holding back. And that is what the movies of the 2000s, the 90s, like, that's what it was about. Like, comedies are supposed to be no holes bar. Now, I'm not saying, oh, just go somewhere and start calling people the N-word or let's start using all type of slurs. But, bro, shit like that, uh, Ching Chong, because you know the dude is going to get, they're going to get the get back. And then her right here, the, the the chubby Chinese chick, she smacked him. Like, and then these two become best friends, and she's artsy. This girl, she's artsy. And then uh, this girl, she was raised by the white people. So, like, I don't want to say white people, like, business savvy, but she's, like, on the, in the business type of, field and she's like uppity and I mean, of course she was raised by white people so like she only dates white people like she's on that type of shit so you can't be mad at it i liked it i really liked it the only thing was this was too much like asian girls trip it was asian girls trip except for it was just a little just a little more raunchy just a little more raunchy. And yo, you know this one girl, uh, this girl I work with, uh, Laura, right? She was like, you went to go see a girl's trip? I was like, bro, first of all, like, when you a man, you got to go see these types of movies with your lady. Like, bro, I feel like I'm not a player because I haven't went to go see Barbie with a sexy female. Like, bro, even though I had to work that day. But um, my dumb ass to go see Oppenheimer. Oh, the, mole the molecular structure of the atomic bomb. Like, shut up. But yeah, it was too much like Girls Trip. Even the ending, the big blow up with the crew. Everyone separated. Like, it's like what I said. It's too much like it's, everything is just being repeated. They're like, okay, Girls Trip worked over here with the black chicks. So now, let's do it with the Asian chicks. Hey, and I loved it. It's probably the funniest movie I've seen this year. Not even on a cat. The only, the only really, really the only cringe part of the movie was, was when they did Wet Ass Pussy. Like, by Cardi B. I thought that shit was cringe as fuck. I'm like, did we, did we really need that? Like, come on, man. Especially because that song is so old. Like, that song came out like two, three years ago. Right? Or am I tripping? Like, I felt like that song came out before Meg got blasted. Like, yeah, I don't know. So, seeing it in the seeing it in the movie, mm -mm -mm. 
I thought it was cringe as hell. Other than that, though, the jokes, all the jokes landed. They all hit very well. And damn, sucks that her mom died, but at least she got to meet her mom's boyfriend. I kind of forget why she gave her daughter up. I think she was like a young child when she had her and they wasn't allowed to have children. So she gave her, it was some shit like that. But uh, really good movie. Highly recommend it. What do I give it out of 10? I'll give it a solid eight. Solid eight. Yes, high praise for the movie Joyride. High praise. Go watch that movie. Okay? Talk to me. 95% on the tomato meter. 82% on the audience score. Where do I align? I don't align with either of those. I thought this movie was very middle of the pack, middle of the road. Um, if this movie, this movie is like, um, if you ever played The Last of Us and it was like driving and uh, it was that little family that wanted to get in the car with you, you just leave, you just leave that movie go. You just, you just leave it on the side of the road. It was a good movie. I'm not I'm not going to totally shit on it. Like I'm not going to fully shit on it, but I'm going to kind of shit on it. The plot super basic. I mean, you got this little hand right here. It's like a corpse. They got it from like some type of psychic. And this was a way this was a way to um you know reach the dead you talk you hold this hand you say this like little prayer or whatever and it's like you get these spirits and i don't know man that's some weird shit um the why i didn't like it is too much stuff that didn't make sense so all of these people all of these kids it's like eight of them and they going all around in the circle hold like holding this hand and everything's going fine. They are acting like they're getting high or whatever the hell is going on. And then when it comes to the young boy who's like 15, all of a sudden they want to take over his body. The spirits want to take over his body and they hold him hostage, beating the shit out of him. He's screaming and shit. Every time he come to, he's trying to kill himself. Like it just made zero sense. Uh, the black chick, her right here. Like, she was dumb as hell in the movie, bro. Like, I hated her in the movie. She was sorry. Yo, her her friend told her, like, I don't want my little brother doing that shit. I don't want him doing that shit. She still let him do it anyways, even though the girl said she was only going to let him do it for, like, 50 seconds because they were doing it for 90. So she was going to let him do it for 50 seconds. But because whoever spirit came was her mom... You know, the black chick's mom, she just let it keep going to the point where the little, the little brother then like went crazy and shit. And then they never explained why the little brother, they wanted the little brother. They never explained why the, the demons wanted him. And then at the end, 
like the girl just ended up sacrificing herself and killing herself. They never explain, okay, is the little brother good now? Because he was like cutting, like gouging his eyes out. Like, you know what I mean? None of that shit was explained. They just ended the movie and the black chick was dead. So where do I fall on this movie? Out of 10, I'm going to give it a 5. Uh, I I mean, I don't ever want to say I don't recommend. It's never. I haven't really seen movies that are so bad that I won't say just don't watch it. But don't spend your money on it. Wait till it's on the streamer, I guess. Um, I only went to go see it because, you know, a shorty of mine wanted to go see it. So I, was, I obliged. You know, we already missed out on Barbie. So I was like, I'll take you to go see this movie. It was cool. Um, I would have rather went to go see something else if I'm just being real. If I'm, if I'm just being honest. If I'm just being honest. Um, is that all of the movies? I feel like it's all the movies. Any Netflix movies that I've seen? I did try to watch one with Gal Gadot, but I felt like it was kind of boring. So I wasn't really paying attention to it. Ooh, turn this shit down. Y'all really think that's it with the movies, y'all? Yeah, that's it with the movies. Alright, so that was This Is Cinema. That was the This Is Cinema portion of the show. But we still got more to talk about. We still got a lot more to go. Okay? So let's do Marvel News. Yo, the sanctity I have on my Twitter, bro. I got a lot. I mean, I say that because, I mean, shit, most people just got so much freaking uh, porn on their shit. Not I. Who is me? Not I. Call me Young Popeye. Let's see what they're talking about on the direct, man. Yo, why is my messages up? What the hell?
The Marvels is one of 22 major movies still set to release in the U.S. this year. Um, how y'all feeling, man? Y'all still ready for the Marvels? Uh, looking like it's not gonna get, um, uh, looking like it's not gonna get axed because of the strike. It's sad. It's still going on. You hate to see it. I honestly can't believe the strike is still going on. Like, they still holding strong. This shit crazy. Um, speaking of the strike, though, real quick, what are y'all going to go see? What are y'all going to go see for National Cinema Day? It will take place August 27th. All tickets will be four bucks. All tickets, four bucks. How y'all feeling about that? What y'all gonna go see? That that's might be when I go see fucking Blue Beetle. Go see that shit for four dollars. Now, now that I think about it, I think I'm gonna go do that. Ooh, but it's on a Sunday though. Oof. Shit, we gonna see. But anyways. Yep, really ready for the Marvels, man. I cannot wait. So we got official release dates. Official release dates for MCU Blu-ray releases. We got Loki Season 1 dropping September 26th. 2023 and WandaVision season one, November 28th, 2023. Are you guys excited or what? Are you happy? I know a lot of people wanted this for their collection. A lot of people got the whole Infinity Saga. Now you guys can start collecting with the DVDs. How are you guys feeling about that? Now, I was wondering is this a Disney Plus concession? We already know they up in the price. They losing tons of money for Disney Plus. You got all of these shows. You dropping these hundred million dollar projects, and then you're not getting a return. Imagine spending two hundred million dollars on Secret Invasion, and then only nine hundred thousand people watch it. Like, bro, come on. Like, come on. So you know they losing money big time over there at Disney. So this to me. It's just a way to recruit some of this money. Surely, they had this in the tuck for quite a while now, right? Like, surely they had this in the tuck for quite a while. I mean, come on. The Loki season one is interesting because it's dropping right before, you know, Loki season two drops. So, that's very interesting. Very much more promo for that. I mean, I'm not sure if I'll buy them because what's the incentive for me to get these shows that, like... Like, my thing with the shows, with that, it's kind of like with, with appointment television, once I watched it already... I watched it already. I've already like watched it two, watched each episode about two, three times. I don't really need it anymore. You know what I mean? Like the Netflix stuff when they were coming out, like the Loki or the Luke Cages and 
the Daredevils, all of those came out at one time. So I was able to just, you know, you can go back and watch them because it's like, it's still a lot of stuff you don't remember. So I still think it's, you know, I still think it's kind of a waste of money for that. I feel like if you're going to do that, it needed to be like within the first year. You know, doing it for the, like now, now you just, it's strictly a collector's item and I'm not collecting that shit. Mm. So this is interesting. Sylvie travels to McDonald's after killing He Who Remains reveals Loki producer uh, Kevin Wright. And he says, quote, this woman who went out, who went on the run as a child, never being able to relax, the novelty of walking into a 1980s McDonald's looked appealing to her. I mean, yeah, looked appealing for sure. And obviously good promotion. I mean, you know, McDonald's going to promote a hell, you, you know, they're going to promote a hell out of that shit. So, I mean, good for her. Good for Sylvie. I'm all in on it. I'm all here for it. I can't wait to see what that scene is going to be like with her and McDonald's and her and, and Loki pull back up and meet. Like, Loki going to be like, oh, you thought you forgot about me, huh, girl? You thought you forgot about me, huh? Um, So, we will be getting a Disney Plus will release Secret Invasion's Making of Assembled Special on September 20th, I will be there. I don't watch all of them, but Samuel Jackson, especially in his later years, I'm watching everything I can, okay? Everything I can. Okay, now I posted this on my Instagram. We got Spider-Man, Venom, and then this is in his canon event, right? Look at this. This is Toby Spider-Man, and then this is his in his canon event. So in every Spider-Man, they have to go through being Venom or having the black symbiote suit, not being Venom, but having the symbiote suit. So this Spider-Man will have to go through it. I'm pretty sure um, that also means that uh, our Spider-Man, the MCU Spider-Man, will have to go through it. And that is very interesting. Imagine Spider-Man 4 with him being having the black symbiote suit and black cat. Oh, my God. And black cat being in there. Oh, man. Because, bro, like, the whole shit with him and, him and MJ, that's cool. But, yo, that sacrifice needs to mean something. Now, I do get it. It is comic. It's, it's superhero stuff. So, if somehow she figured out that he was still Spider-Man, hey, love wins. But other than that, I would like for him to move on, at least for now, and see him get played by Felicia. I want to see Felicia play him. You know? That's my host of Spider-Man. You know Spider-Man. You know, we get played, man. That's how it is. We fall hard for our women, man. So... I'm Groot Season 2 will be 15 minutes of content, and it will be coming out this year. I'm not really that interested in it. I'll watch it just for Marvel's sakes, but honestly, when I seen the first one, I was like, eh, shit was ass.
Um, Thunderbolts is not a sequel to Black Widow or any other MCU movie, says director Jake Schreider. Or Schreier. Schreier? He says, yes, these characters have appeared before, but it is a new story being told and a story with a very different perspective. Yeah, I'm all for that. We don't need Black Widow 2. I'm interested in Yelena. I'm interested in Yelena. Oh, man, and rest in peace, man. Rest in peace to an absolute legend, man. Ron Cephas Jones. He did portray Bobby Fish in Luke Cage. He has passed away at the young, tender age of 66. You hate to see it, man. Oh, that was that was a sad one. And I know him from stuff other than Luke Cage. Like, I, I believe he was in Paid in Full. Like, he was the dad or some shit. Ah, I had to take it. Yo, take a drink for Ron Cephas Jones, man. Pull one up for Ron Cephas Jones, man, for real. Yo, I hate that, man. My man didn't even get to be in Luke Cage, like, season three. I hate Marvel for doing what they did, man. They could at least let those shows live on. If they was going to do what they did right now, Ah, wish they would have let those shows live on Netflix, dog. That's a what if I'm interested in. What if we got season four of Daredevil and season three of Luke Cage? Eh. So, Agatha Covenant Chaos will be Marvel Studios' third live-action series to release a nine-episode-long season. Bravo. You guys know how I feel about that. Now, I did hate it for She-Hulk because they were all 30 minutes, but I wasn't mad because She-Hulk was mid, so the less, the better. Uh, WandaVision, Immaculate, maybe one episode I thought was filler, one or two. Other than that, so far... They one for one, one and one, when it comes to nine episode series. So let's see what Covenant Chaos means. Now, honestly, I'm a little disappointed with this Covenant Chaos, man, because, you know, it was cool. It was Agatha all along. Bro, that was so long ago. By the time the Covenant Chaos come out, it's going to be like three years later, four years later. Who cares? That shit wasn't that far, man. It was not that fire. Um, oh, so we got more assembled news. And we're going backwards. So, you know, if it seemed like that, it's because I'm going backwards. Uh, Disney Plus will release the Guardians of the Galaxy making of uh, assembled special on September 13th. I will be watching that. And that's one of those ones I want to buy as well. Even though, bro, I'm not going to lie, like, a lot of the movies, like, it's only certain movies I want to watch a lot. Like, I've watched, I could just put across the, like, when I'm bored, I'm like, mm, I'll throw it on Across the Spider-Verse. Like, that movie, I genuinely, like, want to keep watching. Guardians 3, I really liked it when I watched it in the theater those three times. I liked it when I did the Ultimate Review. I'm spent on it now. I'm cool. I don't think I need to keep watching that one. 
one year ago, She-Hulk's first episode premiered, and that shit was mid. Sorry. Uh-oh. Bagettios. Uh-oh. Bagettios. Oh, Loki season two will be the first Marvel Studios Disney Plus to premiere on a Friday. Oh, that's good. So if it's going to be on a Friday, that means, oh, that's going to be fire. So that means on Thursday nights, it's going to be my like regular day, Thursday night and then Friday. So we're going to be able to go crazy. So I'll be able to do it, record, go crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Whew. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Loki season two. really feel like that's all the important news. The John, the, it's still not really any crazy Jonathan Majors updates. I mean, only thing we've seen is that he's still going to have a huge role in Loki and they didn't edit him out and it's pretty much looking like it's going to be a go, okay? Looking like it's going to be a go with um with his stuff. Oh, shout out to Amar Valani, too. She just turned 21. Yo, you know what they say, man. Or not what they say. This is what I say. Yo, 21. Yo, that's a go. I, I kind of feel like 18, 19, you know, as a 31-year-old man. I mean, too young to be lusting over. 21, ripe age. I don't care that she playing a... Now, when she playing a 16-year-old... You can't say a mom Valani look good when she's playing a 16-year-old. Like, but when you're just looking at Iman Valani, bro, she a baddie. She a baddie. She 21. You can say it. It's all right, y'all. What's 9 plus 10? 21. Look at this shit. Look at them cannon events. Uncle Ben dying. That shit tweaking the fuck out. Why they do my boy Uncle Ben like that, yo? Shit. Y'all think that's it? Is it time to call it? I think that might be it. Yo, the black suit Spidey, the, the symbiote. Oh, my God. This shit finna go crazy, yo. This shit finna go crazy.
right, y'all. I think that's it. Because this shit going back to August 10th. Even though I've been doing that Marvel news shit in a minute. That's it for that shit. I think that's pretty much. I think we could probably just kill this episode right here. And then. Uh, we can do like. Tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll do like regular topics. Like see what's going on on Twitter and shit. That way we can have a more concise. We not just scrolling. Alright. Alright y'all. Let's get back to it. All right, y'all. Really appreciate y'all coming out. This has been a This Is Cinema Marvel News Show. I had a real good time with this. Um, do not forget, tomorrow what we will be doing is we will be going and breaking down the uh, the amazing fight between Miles and the Spider Society. We'll be watching that in like 1X, slow motion, breaking down every trying to find every little easter egg we can so that's going to be a fun one so please make sure you tune in for that and then we'll be doing like the regular topic so we still gonna keep it marvel but then we're gonna keep it with you know real world stuff because bro we bigger than marvel right we bigger we want we want it all we're not just here for marvel news or whatever we are here for real life like yo once the you know what really pissed me off when the alabama shit happened and i was like damn i don't got my obs set up if i had it set up i'd have been able to break it down like that so we're not missing any more important topics ever again unless like niggas got the bronchitis or something like that but other than that we will be here to cover it it's your host kevin 27 believe until you make believers <laughs>